Solskjaer has won it. And you've heard that somewhere before. What a night for Manchester United. Okay, welcome to MUFC Podcast episode 17. Now, it is the 17th episode, but it almost feels like episode one because the first day of the season is around the corner. But before we get to the first game of the season, um, last night or early this morning was transfer deadline day. Now, another guest on this week's um, podcast, Chris, how are we? Good, thanks, mate. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. How did you go last night with deadline day? How, how, uh, how long did you make it? I, I told myself I'm not going to... I'm going to switch off my social media and just go to bed and then hope, wake up and hope that United signed uh, someone and then uh, uh, we didn't. So. Yeah. Well, I started the night. When I got home from work, I said, I'm going to make it till 2. I yeah. think something will happen. About 12.30, I had to pull the plug. I said, but nothing's, nothing's happening. No, um, we might as well get straight in because there is a lot to talk about. We'll go through United's business and also their other top six. Yeah. Um, you could almost... An argument, maybe Leicester and Wolves and Everton are yeah. almost joining us in the top six now. Exactly. But we'll try and keep it um, narrow to the traditional top six. Um, we'll start off with just United's transfer window as a whole. Um, obviously, signed Daniel James, Wambasaka, and Harry Maguire. The losses from our team were who were they? Lukaku, uh, Lukaku. Was sold for a decent amount, 70, I think like 70 or 75 70 plus million. add ons or something like that. Um, which is about what we paid for him. Right? Exactly. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, and Herrera and Antonio Valencia obviously both leaving on freeze. Um, Daniel James first. That was the first sign in the window. Yep. Just your general um, thoughts on I, I think, James. I, I think right off, I don't know if he's going to be. The, the, the play that we expect him to be but you can see from the, the friendly matches that he's he's got that quality to be a top class player whether he can be that in his first season that's probably yeah. not going to happen but you know he's certainly a player for the future you know um, you know the guy's got a lot of gas on him you know? he's got you know he's got some wheels on him so just hopefully that he works closely with the staff and just becomes that end product that we all well, he's, he's a player that He's been used in multiple roles or, yeah. or, or the left and the right side during pre-season. Yeah. With no player coming in on the right side well, on the last on day or in the last yeah. week, do you see him as, if, if you're picking a team, is, do you pick him as a left winger or a right winger? I would probably put him on the right wing. Right. Um, I think if we put... Because we've got about 15 left wingers. Left wingers, yeah. And, and by the looks of it, it's either Rashford or Marcel that will play on the left. And we've seen them play on the right and they haven't been as... as effective on the right as they are on the left so I'd rather start someone who's been pretty good on the right and that'd probably be James so yeah I'll probably start him on the right out of uh, and we'll get into when we talk about the Chelsea match yeah. but the right options at the moment the right hand side options at the moment look like being Daniel James Jesse Lingard and Juan Matter. yeah all completely different players in the way they play on the right hand side yeah if you're picking a FA Cup final tomorrow, who's on your right side? If you have the option of those three, I'm gonna throw a wild card in there as well. I'm probably, and I'm hoping that he gets some game time, and I think he will. Greenwood, Greenwood, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I, like, he, I think he had like a few games on the right and friendly yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, he has played out there. So, um, out of them lot, I probably would go James. Yeah. yeah, I have a sneaky feeling he'll yeah. start against um, Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. Um, but we'll get into the Chelsea game. Yeah. Um, now, probably the highlight of the pre-season tour and the transfer, or maybe not the transfer window for United, but definitely the actual football of pre-season, yeah. Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Yeah. 
How impressed are you? I'm really impressed with him, you know. Uh, finally, we've got a right back, you know. I mean, we've been calling out for one since Neville left. Um, so I'm just really happy. Look, in the friendlies, he, he's just been showing, like, the... the uh, the potential world class player that can he yeah. he can be a uh, right back, so I'm looking forward to him playing um, uh, or play for us uh, for how many years? So yeah, yeah, well he's only young. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, I think he's only had really a season or two, exactly. no, not even two seasons. Not even two seasons, yeah. But um, defensively, like obviously, obviously he's a right back. Sometimes a right back will get isolated and a player will go past him. He'll yeah. be up against very good players. Yeah, yeah. But at the moment, it looks like nothing will get past him. No, exactly. He's like, quicker than he's everyone. Quick. He's stronger than yeah. everyone. He's really smart as well. Like he positions himself really well, so he doesn't get caught out too many times. So, yeah. Uh, now, what would be your reaction on an hour before kickoff on Sunday when Solskjaer announces the team sheet and Ashley Young's playing ahead of Wan Bissaka? I <laughs> hope to God that he does not do that. I'm it, it praying can't, it, it can't, can't happen, but you can almost see that. Exactly. You can almost so. see that. Because Ashley Young has been, wasn't officially confirmed, but he alluded to it in the press conference that yeah. he is the club captain. He is the club captain. but And he did also caveat that with saying that when he's on the pitch. Yeah. So hopefully that's an indication that he won't be on the pitch, the pitch too often. often yeah. But I think we can speak for everyone that's hoping that yeah, uh, no, Wan no, is a starting so. right back. <laughs> um, now the big signing, which wasn't a deadline day signing, but pretty close to it, Harry Maguire. Yeah. What was your thoughts? I had thoughts pre and post announcement. Yeah. What were your thoughts maybe last year, throughout this year, on Harry Maguire? Was uh, he a player you wanted at United or uh, potentially at United? Um, to be honest, not really. I had yeah. other yeah. options in front of Maguire. I think he's a, like a great defender, uh, obviously. My only little concern with him is that he's not really as quick. Yeah, he's not know? the quickest. And the problem with that as well is Lindelof is not... If he partners yeah. Lindelof, them two are not the quickest centre Well, he'll have to now because Bay is... Oh, well, Bay is injured. So, you know, those are two... Probably are two starting centre backs. And they're not the two quickest centre backs. But with them two, they're really smart. Yeah. Almost like Daily Blind type where they yeah. know where to position themselves so they don't get caught out. And yeah. So I'm hoping, like, you know... Um, that's not the issue, but uh, yeah, I'm really stoked with the signing now. I think we needed a quality centre back, and I think he brings that quality, especially leadership as well. I think, I think that's the thing almost with right back with Ashley Young and Wan Bissaka. Yeah. Just bringing an extra, bringing a body in to replace what we have. Like yeah. obviously, anyone's or most people are going to be an up, most players are going to be an upgrade. Yeah. Um, so yes, Harry Maguire was on top of my list. He's yeah. maybe fifth or sixth on my list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But. You just need that extra body in there. You need to upgrade. To upgrade, exactly. Um, yeah. There was talk of Chris Smallin and Rojo potentially going to Everton on the last day. That didn't eventuate. Yeah. With um, Eric Bayes obviously out injured for yeah. it looks like maybe the best part of the season. Yeah. Axel Tuanzebe can still go out online. Yeah. Um, the loan systems I think still is in place it's for the rest yeah. of the month. Um, but yeah, well, I've I can't be a hypocrite. But I've always said Harry Maguire is nothing more than a fit Phil Jones. Yeah. In saying that, though, when Phil Jones is fit, he's quite a good defender. He, he's a, he's he, just, a, he just never fit. He just never fit. That's and it. he he's, has a hell of a mistake in him. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. Although after watching 15 or 20 minutes of Maguire on YouTube, yeah. I can <laughs> see him as Like most next, of our transfer signings, you know. Rio Ferdinand and Vidic. Exactly. Actually, on just of... Um, Copy and paste of what Rio did you see Rio Ferdinand's post? Uh, I read, I didn't read it, but yeah, I no, saw something that he. I've got it here, which I thought was quite interesting because I think this one Bissaka was a great deal, but I think Maguire is the big transfer story for United. Yeah. It isn't the issue we it needed to address. Be, yeah. So I thought this was good with what Rio Ferdinand put on his Instagram. I'll just read it out. 
Uh, what's he got? He's the most expensive defender of all time, which is crazy when you think of it. Yeah, but, exactly. But that's just before we get into what Rio said. A lot of people are criticize, not criticizing Maguire, but they're saying, "Well, Van Dyke's worth seventy-five. Why is Maguire Why is worth that?" In my opinion, Van Dyke's not worth seventy. He's now worth one hundred and fifty exactly. if he goes tomorrow. So yeah. So that's what Van Dyke's worth. Yeah. Not what Liverpool paid for him. Yeah. It's what he's worth, it's now. worth now. Exactly. So when you look at his one hundred and fifty, Maguire's eighty. Yeah. Well, maybe eighty million. Eighty million. Is, exactly. Maybe it is right. Exactly. But we'll get into it. Most expensive defender of all time, Harry Maguire signs for United for eighty million pound. Funny enough, we've both been there. Is there pressure? Yep. Is there expectation from across the world? Definitely. Are all eyes on me? One hundred percent. Will your teammates be expecting big things? Of course. Will people be expecting a massive change in the team's fortune? Most definitely. These were the feelings, questions that were surrounding me when signing for the great club, Man United. Being a centre-back, I've taken a keen interest in Harry Maguire's game since being linked with United under David Moyes. He's made huge strides in the right direction and improved in all areas of his game. He's grown into someone who can lead and be a leader of men and shown at both ends of the pitch he can be effective. His composure, willingness on the ball, as well as his ability to drive out from the defence, which I feel is as good as anyone in the game right now. After speaking to numerous people that know him, they all say what a level-headed, hard-working lad he is. He will give 110% for his team, which is echoed when, which he echoed when signing. I think it's something United have needed defensively in recent years. Is a big character who can take on the responsibility of leading from the back. And from what I've heard from people who know him well, they're confident that he will bring that to this football club. I'd like to wish him well in the number five shirt of United and hope he can bring success back to the club. Good luck, Harry. Yeah. So I think, obviously, Rio Ferdinand is always going to be positive about a sign like this, but yeah. those words, I would say, are a bit reassuring. Yeah, exactly. Especially for someone like Harry, you know what I mean? Like, to hear that, yeah, no, a legend that... And, and no, no one knows, but there has been reports, and not, I wouldn't call them reports, yeah. but... It seems like Harry Maguire was a United fan growing up, yeah, or, yeah, de- yeah. or definitely looked to United. Seen, yeah, as exactly. Yeah. He's spoken about Rio Ferdinand and Vidic in the past. Yeah, and I've seen yeah. something on Twitter. I think it was his mother. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah she said sister, like, all the family yeah, all shirts, family shirts, the, shirts. the United supporters. So. I'm glad he got number five. With yeah, exactly. It's been, well, yeah. been a while since I've had a proper, and he looks like a defender. He looks like a defender. So yeah. Lindelof doesn't look like a defender. No, <laughs> Phil Jones kind of does. I can get Phil Jones. Um, so we're happy with Maguire. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy yeah. with Maguire. Like, like I said, it wasn't on top of our list, yeah. but uh, he's definitely an upgrade that right. on what we have right now. No. So, yeah. okay, we'll move on to the top six. Yeah. Okay, we'll go through club by club. We've just gone through United's business. Actually, just on United's business, yeah. out of ten, what would you rate it? Considering everything, the outs, the fees, uh, what we needed to be addressed. I'm going to give it a six and a half out of ten. Yeah, I wanted to give it a bit higher, but I was waiting because of the outs that uh, the the signs have gone out. I was hoping we get one more, especially in the midfield. You know, but I think the signings individually have been good signings. Yeah, they have. But uh, yeah, I think maybe a five or a six for me. Just in re- in regards to the pl- players we couldn't get out. Yeah, exactly. well, potentially we still can get can out. Get, yeah, but it's unlikely now. Exactly. Um, I'm thinking the likes, you know, Rojo, Sanchez, but, yeah. um, Damien. Which players can still leave? Yeah. But it is unlikely now yeah, exactly. without the uh, option to bring players in. Exactly. Um, but we'll get into Arsenal. Um, these are the players they brought in. A kid called Martinelli, who's played their pre-season games. Looks, yeah, looks a good little player, but quite young. Ceballos on loan from Real Madrid, Real Madrid. But there's no option to buy, so he's back, he's back straight yeah. to Real Madrid. So yeah. he's, he's on work experience at Arsenal. Um, a defender called Saliba, who has gone back on loan, loan. to France. Yeah. 
Um, but then the three big signings of Pepe, Katini and somehow David Luiz on the final day. <laughs> I don't understand that one. Um, and out, the have Aaron Ramsey, Peter Cech, Danny Walbeck went to Watford and Lauren Koscielny, which uh, is that, he's uh, unveiling. Unveiling, yeah. That was, uh, that was good banter. <laughs> that, that was one, good. <laughs> it was good from the outside. Yeah, so, I can yeah. understand Arsenal's frustration with it. And we had one Alex Awobi yeah. um, deadline day to Everton. Yeah. Um, with that, just off the top of your head, going through all that, are Arsenal in a stronger position or worse position? Um, that's a hard one to say. I think a stronger position, in my opinion. Just a touch stronger. It just, yeah, just I, I just think the addition of like say someone like Pepe, especially going forward. Uh, going forward, like you, he'll add that extra spark with like um, Ozil and uh, Lacazette. Lacazette and that, and uh, with Louise as well. Like I don't think that I don't know who I don't know if that's an upgrade, but like I don't know who benefits more, Chelsea or Arsenal. That's what I'm thinking. Do it weaken Chelsea or is it a defender they wanted to get rid of? Yeah, but they can't replace, replace him. Replace transfer ban. Well, that, I don't know. I, a weird yeah. one. Well, we'll get, into, we'll too, get yeah. into Chelsea now. They actually did confirm a sign. Well, they signed Pulisic in January, January. which um, is almost... It, could, it technically is a new signing. signing yeah. They've also confirmed, I think, Kovacic. Um, Kovacic. Uh, Kovacic, yeah. So he was there last year, but they confirmed him yeah. um, with the transfer ban. They haven't been able to bring any new players in. That out, they've lost Gary Cahill, the big one in Eden Hazard. Hazard. Um, Maratta has confirmed that he's leaving David Luiz obviously and Danny Drinkwater went I think he went to Burnley, Burnley maybe yeah. online um, so Chelsea have to be weaker they're, they're a lot weaker oh they're a lot weaker especially when you lose someone like uh, Hazard you know what I mean uh, the, I don't know where I don't know where the creativity is going to come from there like in the midfield they've got guys that can like, you know sit back and defend and that but yeah. after that I don't know yeah so they'll, or, they'll struggle a bit. Hopefully they struggle, especially this week. Exactly. Um, even though I'm never confident. Yeah, playing, playing, neither am I. Playing Chelsea. Playing Chelsea at least like, like Trafford, Stamford Bridge. Although we beat them at Stamford Bridge. We beat them at Stamford Bridge, yeah. yeah. Eventually. That's a... um, now on to Liverpool. Weird one for Liverpool. Only three ins, and the three ins are quite... They've got Adrian from West Ham, the West goalkeeper, yeah. so enough in signing. We've got a kid called Harvey Elliott, Elliot. I think, from Fulham, which he does look a player, but I think he's 16 or 17. Yeah, he's not... So he, he has impressed in pre-season, but I wouldn't be expecting much. And I'm assuming this guy's Dutch, Van, Van Den Beek. Van Den Beek, I've never um, heard of the bloke. Yeah, yeah. I, I assume he's a kid as well. Yeah. Outs the um, left Moreno, the left back, Daniel Sturridge and Danny Ings. Yeah. From And I don't want to touch on Liverpool too much, yeah. but I'd probably... And who are, the, who are we to say they're the European champions? Okay. Uh, uh, but I think they'd be a little bit disappointed with that window. Maybe try to bring someone in. Yeah, so uh, someone to compete. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know between the board and um, Klopp. I think they just figured like, look, we were Champions League winner. Yeah. Uh, we almost uh, beat City to the, the Premier yeah. League. So I, I don't, they were thinking we probably do not need too much, yeah. you know, to change. But if you want to challenge City for the yeah. Premier League, you probably want to add a few more players. Like well, when you see what City have done here, City have got uh, the massive signing of Scott Carson. Scott, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Legendary signing that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but in all seriousness, they've also got Cancelo, which at the start of the window before Juan Bissaka was announced, he was my number one target. He was, yeah, exactly. So, look, fair play. He's a very good player. He's a good player. And an upgrade on Kyle Walker, you'd yeah. imagine. And Rodri, who I haven't seen uh, too much about, every, every, much everyone about. in Spain raves about him. Yeah, exactly. It's maybe a potential Busquets type yeah. of player. Um, obviously, someone Pep would um, right, want. Exactly. So um, City have done well there. Yeah. They've, although they've lost, I think a 
big player, Vincent Company. Oh, massive. Both, company, Delph and Danilo, yeah. but losing company. Company, yeah. I think that is, if you sort of weigh up points in a boxing match, I think that is a point in Liverpool's corner. I, th- I think how close they were last year. You look at, I don't want to say one goal, yeah. but you look at that goal at the end by Company. Company, yeah. Um, you take that away, Liverpool win the league. Yeah, and then yeah. obviously the title doesn't come down to that. Yeah. But them losing that experience, the company's been there since since, since the takeover. Since the takeover, and that leadership he brings, yeah. you know, I man, he's that guy that's sort of almost like the glue, or he is the glue, because yeah. obviously he's the captain. But he he kept that team, you know. So I think if you thought Liverpool sort of staying the same without any business, yeah. and City, okay, they have brought in Rodri and Cancelo, yeah. but they have lost a lost lot. The, so yeah. so maybe Liverpool could see themselves as the head now. Know, in exactly. that race. Um, we've done United. Yeah. Um, Spurs who. Had I think a great window could have. It, it sounded like, so sound well. like it could have been a hell of a lot better. Yeah, but, but they've also they got an Endembele, yeah. um, which a lot of United fans wanted. Yeah. A player called Lacelso in Argentina. Yeah, a lot of people rave about him. Yeah. and they got Ryan Sessegni on last night from Fulham, a left back. I think that last night everyone was moaning about that. Said, "Oh, they've signed a young English fullback, Ryan Sessegni on. We should have been after him." Yeah. I'm thinking two months ago we signed one, but well, we signed our young fullback. We signed our young fullback. So, but because it's not on deadline day, it doesn't have it the doesn't drama. It doesn't have the drama, exactly. Um, and they've also lost Vincent Janssen, who yeah, I, don't even, I don't even know if he scored a goal for Tottenham. No. Um, but the weird one was Kieran Trippier, Trippier. went to As- um, Aston Villa, Atletico uh, Madrid. Madrid. Yeah. Uh, that, that makes no sense. Fair play to him, but yeah, the weird one. Uh, yeah, I think he just might have seen Sancho. Like yeah. playing overseas and doing well, he's like, you know what, I can do this as well. And, no, I think uh, it's good, I on, good on him. Yeah. Um, so who do you think out of include us in it? Yeah. Which I don't think we'll be top of, but who do you think had the best window out of the top six? Uh, I think it's a toss up between Spurs and uh, and City for me. Yeah. Um, do you think Arsenal with the amount they've brought in? Uh, to be honest, like in that. I think Arsenal still at the back. Yeah. Well, okay, they have brought I, they have brought in. in, but I just think. They have potential world class players in that transfer, but there's no world class player. Oh, you could say that for United as well, but yeah. you know, like Pepe, like Pepe could easily be a flop as well. You know what I mean? You yeah. never know. Uh, Louise, like, you know, yeah, I don't know for yeah. Louise, you know, but so, no, no one knows what to happen with that Louise. I, I could see him scoring two own goals at Newcastle on the week. Well, uh, I hope at least. Yeah. Um, although he could put one in from thirty yards exactly. in the top corner. Or he could just, you know, not rock up and not defend at all like he does yeah. a lot of times, you know uh, what I mean? Uh, whenever then, I think of Louise, I think of that 7-1 game against... Uh, that's Germany. my game, and uh, I just I see them just tears see flowing down, and he's just like, it's my fault, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, overall, that, um, including United, who do you think is yeah. the, the signing of the window, like, individually? Ah, that is a good one. I was having a good thinking about this one. I think... Just going through them now. For me, I think... A lot of people might disagree, but Wambasaka might be there in terms of what United needed. Yeah, United needed a right back. Right back, yeah. I think he's a very good. Look, he's not a. He's not someone who's going to score twenty goals. goals. Exactly. Um, but I think he's a very good signing. Uh, I was going to say Maguire for us. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, like, but yeah, well, it's almost the same it's thing. The same, right? Yeah, the same thing. It's, like you said, like it's both positions that were really needed, and like it was. No. Just going through the other teams. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, well, most teams are pretty Rod- fine. Rodri might be, uh, but I don't know. We don't know yet. But he potentially... He could potentially be, a, uh, be the one. Yeah. Um, but you can, never, you can never judge a transfer window until the season finishes. That's or, right. Exactly. Uh, not even when the season finishes. Yeah. Can't, or you can't judge a signing until that player leaves the club. The club, yeah. Exactly. But it's really hard to tell. Like, yeah. Like, you can just like, guess remember, and say... I like, remember in Mourinho's first season when we sort of... 
won the transfer, transfer window good, yeah. and we strided towards a sixth Six place position. finish. <laughs> exactly, so, that's a good example. Is that so right? it is hard to tell. Yeah. Um, now we'll just go on to a few people who left some comments on the Facebook page just on the morning of the deadline window. Robert said, disappointed end to the window but always support the boys but fear another negative season. Sixth again and he thinks Ollie will be gone at some point. He hopes he's wrong. But do you think... It's a, it's a, it's a whole nother it's a whole nother podcast in yeah. terms of the, the relationship between Ollie and the board. Yeah. Do you think he's really been let down, or do you think it's just an unfortunate situation that's happened, yeah. or just? I just I, like like with transfers, right? No one knows anything. I I, I when I look at our, how our transfers are, especially when Ollie made them comment again after Everton saying yeah. like a lot of these players are not going to be here, and then now so sort of changing his tune. I sort of think that the board are not really backing him 100%. They're yeah. saying, look, let's see how you go for the first few months yeah. and we'll go from there. And I, then, I think what's called, not good now, but one sort of view I'm taking now, yeah. when it was David Moyes, we blame David Moyes, we blame Lou Van Hal, we blame exactly. Jose Mourinho. Now it's coming to light what the problem is. Yeah. I'm just hoping a lot of people don't now take it out on social uh, and realise who the problem exactly. is. Exactly, yeah. And that's yeah. my whole thing. I've always said, like, the board are to blame, yeah. you know what I mean? Like... If if you're gonna back if you're gonna hire someone, you should back them no matter what. Hundred yeah. percent back them. But unfortunately for us, and we're not the only teams. Like a, a lot of these uh, owners are not really hundred yeah. percent backing some of the uh, managers. So I hope Ollie proves everyone wrong. Yeah. But uh, we'll just see. I'm a bit optimistic, but time we'll will see. tell. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, Emma's left a comment saying, "Hoping the young lads get a decent run in the first team. They've shown promise in pre-season. Still to be convinced by Sanchez. God, always forget Alexis Sanchez plays for us. He needs to step up this season or be on his way. He's he's been forgotten about due to his absence in pre-season. Obviously, he was yeah. in the Copa America. What do you guys think about him? Does he have it in him to impress for United this season? I am praying that he just does a, a 360 and just becomes this player that he was at Arsenal. Well, well Rio Ferdinand just, or I didn't write this down, but yeah. what well, Rio Ferdinand, I think it was roughly around the same time he did the Harry Maguire post, he spoke about Sanchez and saying he's the type of character who, he's not saying this will happen, but he would expect him to be hurt by last season. That's the type yeah, of character he exactly. is. exactly. And uh, try and prove people wrong. Now he yeah. has a lot to prove. He does. he's been missing for two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than missing. Exactly. Well, with Lukaku gone, we need someone to step up and he has to be the player to step up, you know. Not just to step up and help the, the team to score the, the goals or the assists, but he needs to be the guy that guides the the likes of Greenwood and all those yeah. guys that come in through. So, you know, um, he's got a lot on his shoulders and, you know, and a lot of things to prove, but I'm like, I'm with real. Like, he's the type of character that will like, he wants to prove yeah. people wrong, you know. And I hope he does. Yeah, he's a weird one. Yeah. Um, and also, Larry has left a comment as well. Don't replace me, or I end you. Well, Larry, you're not in the country, um, <laughs> and this pub actually works for me. It's a two-minute walk from my place, so while I'm in the country, I'll be calling the shots. Um, but thank you for getting involved. Now we'll move on to our first. Previous, yep. okay. The transfer window is done. Yep. No, no more talking no more for. Yes. Yeah. Thank God until January. <laughs> until until January it goes nuts. Then. It starts before January. Yeah, exactly. People start going nuts. Because <laughs> um, technically, you can buy players whenever the windows are technically just registration period. Yeah. You can buy players technically whenever. But um, we'll move on to Chelsea first game of the season. Yeah. Now my first instinct is this: I'd, I'd never get too overreactionary over result. 
and if you lose a couple of games early on, there's plenty of time to make up for it throughout the season. But I look at, and I'm not comparing us to City and Liverpool, but you look how close City and Liverpool were last season. Yeah. With the last 15 games, there was, like, there was like a point drop between forth, the yeah, two exactly, teams. Yeah. So you look, that's how many, that's how close it can be. Yeah. And teams can go on a run of 15 games. Exactly. If we beat Chelsea, suddenly we're three points ahead of Chelsea, and those three points, you think, God, well, they're, they're playing catch-up. They're catch-up, yeah. Um, so, well, it isn't the end of the world if we lose or draw. Draw, yeah. You can almost make a... And it definitely isn't, but you can yeah. make a case of, what? Well, it's almost a must-win. It's almost a six-pointer. That's how close it can be. Oh, yeah, exactly. All good examples us last year when we were on that run for top four. Yeah. We were in that top four run, and yeah. then we had, like, a six, seven-week period where we just yeah. went, you know, lost the plot, you know? Yeah. But... Even though we still struggled in that six to seven week, we were still three, four points that's out. That's so I mean. every game is yeah. like you said is vital. That, that's, I mean? that's how close it is. Like, it's you, how close it is. You think okay, well, if we're six points behind with four months to go, we yeah, can, so you can still make you that still up. Still make it up. Well, yeah. you might not. The other team might win all the yeah, exactly. remaining twelve games. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so it is. So, look, it isn't a must win, but yeah. it almost feels like it. it like, does. Especially with the whole Solskjaer v Lampard. Yeah. New managers yeah, sort exactly. of getting one up on each other. Yeah. Um, now we've talked about Chelsea. Um, is there any points on Chelsea you want to make? In ter- we've talked about their transfer business. Yeah. But in terms of Lampard coming in, um, did you see them having a good, or are they out of the top six because of their lack of transfer business, because of the situation they're in? Yeah. Do you think out of the top six, they're the ones most like not fail, but I, they're going to struggle I, the most? I think they'll struggle the most. They're in Champions League as well, aren't they? Yeah, actually, they finished third last year. Yeah, they finished forget. Third, yeah. So uh, I, 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 yes, with that transfer, and they ban, won the Europa League. And they won the Europa exactly. With that transfer ban, uh, obviously they couldn't get anyone in. I just see the depth being really tested. Yeah. Whether Lampard has a managerial experience to like say, okay, we want to do this, this, and that to get them to stay in top four and to stay competitive Champions League. I don't know, but I do feel like as we spoke before. They're weak and massively with the loss of uh, Hazard. So yeah. I think, yeah, they'll be one of the teams that will probably struggle to make top four, probably even struggle to make top six, to be honest. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed, because yeah. yeah, just hope yeah, they exactly. work well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it could be us we're talking about. <laughs> True. Um, but we'll go back on to us now, starting 11. Yeah. Um, we haven't done a starting 11 prediction on here before, but we'll just wing it, go through it. Yeah. Sergio Romero and goals? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pereira and goals. <laughs> um, Smalling, Cinemac. Uh. <laughs> okay, obviously Big Dave in goals. Um, there's rumours that he has signed his new contract. contract yeah. um, happy with that? Yeah, I'm happy. Because a lot of people last year in that, in that run yeah. we just talked about where he, he did slip up a fair bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's saying, oh, look, he maybe he's not as good as we think he is. Oh, For me, he's still the best in the world. He's still the best in the world. Maybe okay, I'm biased, okay, but okay, um, some people can pass the ball better than him. But yeah, a goalkeeper is a goalkeeper. A goalkeeper, goalkeeper. Like you said, they're meant to be shot stoppers. So that's my main thing with goalkeepers, and he's one of the best to do it in the world. You know, uh, or is one of the best. Yeah. Oh uh, no, there's other top keepers. There's other top keepers. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked that he's staying. Whether he's staying because he wants to help United or he's staying because it's, like, it's the top dollar, I don't know. So he's not getting yeah. not getting pocket change. Yeah, exactly. He's, so yeah. a lot of money. I'm just happy that he's signing with us anyway. So yeah. Yeah. okay, David goals. Now we'll just do our back four. We assume we'll we'll just do a, maybe the formation first. Are yeah. you assume it's four two three one. What's yeah, happening that's pre-season? That's Solskjaer's uh, okay. formation that he goes with. So we'll go four at the back. Yeah. We've both got one Basaka at right back. Yep. Partnership uh, at the back. Do you expect Harry Maguire to play? I, I he's, play he's played his preseason. He's games. played his preseason games, and then people. But, some people will say like, "Look, uh, it's just easy." No, 
He's a England centre back that's played in World Cup matches. Da da da. Yeah. He's experienced enough to just adapt, you know. So yeah. I'm especially for that money. He's for that money, exactly. You've got me. no choice. Got, and we need our, like you said, like every game is important. We need our best players out there. So he starts for me, no, no matter what. Starts with Lindelof. Lindelof, yeah. I don't think there's any. Cause it's smaller than Jones. I can't see starting. Uh, no. And to be honest, I. Although, although they I, have played, they, played a fair bit in preseason. They have, and and the one player that I. I was hoping that he'd probably get slotted on the bench uh, as extra cover defence, and I don't think he will, uh, Axel. Yeah. I still think that he's better than them two. Oh. Although, like you said, Jones on his day, he can be a good defender, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I just don't know when that day can be. Yeah, exactly. um, yeah Tuan's over is a weird one. I don't yeah. know if he's going to go out and loan now or if he's going to stay. I thought when the Chris Smaller news broke last night, yeah. that yeah, maybe that's maybe the potential. Uh, but, um, yeah, I think we've both got Maguire and Lindelof. Yeah. Um, but that then, that uh, defensive option on the bench now is interesting. Out of small in Jones, Jones, Jones Zaidi, yeah. one has to miss out. Exactly. But potentially two have to miss out. Um, both got Luke Shaw. Yeah, Luke Shaw back. left back. Um, um, yeah, pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward that before. Yeah. Um, okay, the two in the middle. Of this one, I think what we prefer and yeah. what will likely happen, and I think I think that back four will happen as well. It's what yeah. we prefer, yeah. and I think it's what will. Now the two in front of them, I think, is what we prefer. Might be different to what actually happens. Yeah. Who do you prefer in I, those two? I would have Pogba, and I have Sauce McTournament yeah. in there. Yeah. Uh, no, 100%. That has to be uh, the two That has me. to be the two, yeah. But you know it's going to be Pogba and a certain Serbian. I'm hoping not. Like, the last few weeks uh, of the season, last uh, last season, and the friendly matches just confirmed that his legs are gone. Yeah. You know, Matic, like, great player in his day. Uh, I, I, so, I can understand the club keeping him. I've yeah. no issue with keeping him. Yeah. But surely Solskjaer has moved McTominay ahead of him now. Yeah, it has think. to be. It has to be like, and he should. Uh, the friendly matches were, were evident for him, especially last season matches. That, that uh, it's almost like day and night between them. Uh, yeah, night and day yeah. between them because one is athletic, yeah. still moving around the park. The other isn't. You know what I mean? So I don't know what what Ollie will do. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I so, think it will be Matic and Pogba. Yeah. Look, fingers crossed it is yeah. um, Scott McTominay. Um, he, he deserves to start. Exactly. In, in pre-season, his form last season was good. Yeah. But he's kicked on in pre-season. He has, yeah. Um, he's one of those players you want to see play. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, if you have that choice, you think, well, just try him in. Just, yeah. in could, we know what Matic can bring. Yeah. Matic can bring good experience. That's fantastic. Exactly, yeah. But it's time yeah. to play him. He's time to play him. Like, we've seen him in the last... Couple of seasons, like he's proven to be. In a, in a year or two, we won't be referring to him as a young player. No, no, no. Like he's, uh, he's kind of an experienced professional. Exactly. So yeah. he, he needs his chance now. Exactly. Um, now the three across the front line or just behind yeah. the striker, number ten, is a tricky one. This is a tricky one, and some people might say, I don't know. Personally, for me, because Pogba, Pogba can be he's a box to box, you know, yeah. but I still think he needs someone creative next to him you know um, and I think people might think I think I'll put one out of there oh no no uh, disagreement from uh, there that, that's who I want there yeah. 100% I, I, and the reason I'll say this as well Martin can play that 10 he could almost play yeah he's not a striker but he could almost play that false 9 so I think uh, what, whenever, I think it was against it might have been against Chelsea at Stanford Bridge yeah he played the false 9 the false 9 um, which we when, won the game, won the game. I'm, I'm positive it was either that or the Arsenal game I think it was away at Chelsea yeah. he played the false he played 9 the, just remember he's so smart yeah. like uh, against Milan when Gomez scored their goal oh. he played a front line he he had yeah. gone into a striker's position and he just 
bloke was roaming around and he found the space, popped that past the Gomez and Gomez was down the sideline. So he can almost be a ball player and yeah. be like a second number nine, like a false nine. So uh, that would be my number 10. No, uh, he's 100% there for me. However, yeah. I think, and a while earlier in the episode, I said I think Daniel James will start as the conversation yeah. was flown. I've now changed. I think one matter will play on the right. right yeah. Not that I agree with that. Yeah. And I think it'll be Jesse Lingard in that 10 role. In that 10 role. Um, yeah. Look, I'm a fan of Jesse Lingard. He hasn't been great on this preseason. Pre-season at the end of the day, yeah, he's done his fitness. Yeah. Um, I understand all the criticism with, with him, but I think in regards to the press and the way Solskjaer wants to defend from the front, I think True. Lingard yeah. will be key. I would play Matter in there and Lingard maybe on the right, right or James yeah. on the right, but I think that'll switch around. That could actually work, yeah. yeah what about you right. for the right-hand side? Uh, I would probably keep James there. Like yeah. I, He's proven to me that, you know, it's for me, the, good thing, the main thing for me with James is his work off the ball. I think against Spurs, like, he was like going down the right, yeah. uh, down the left or right, and then we'll lose the ball, and he'll sprint back, yeah. win the ball back, and then play it. You know, I mean that's one of those the key things that like Shosha will be looking for. So, and that's what I like. You know, what I mean, so I'll have him on the right. Yeah. So you got James there. James, yeah. Any mention? Any hope? Mason Greenwood. I'm um, hope. I think you'll be in the. I think you'll be oh, in the oh, match day squad. I think definitely be in there. But yeah. you think there's an outside chance he could start. Not that you would or. or uh, if you talk, if he started that game, I'd be happy. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? So, uh, is there a chance of him starting? I didn't think so. But is yeah. there a chance of him being in the match day squad? Yeah, yeah definitely. I think, think he definitely on the bench. Yeah. And the final two, I assume, are pretty strong. Actually, I assume it's Marshall and Rashford. And Rashford yeah. But which direction do you think? Marshall through the middle and Rashford on the left, or Rashford through the middle? Uh, Marshall down the middle. Yeah. I think he's slightly better than Rashford uh, down the park. I think. My only tip with Rashford when he plays number nine is uh, sometimes he's not the smartest number nine. Like, I think you've relies too much on his athletic ability and just trying to outrun everyone yeah. where he should just be like trying to look for spaces and then think, okay, this guy's a bit quicker than me, so I'm going to have to... You know, my, with Martial, he does that really well, you know. He thinks, okay, this guy is really quick, so I'm going to drop a bit, get the yeah. ball, and then try to play off someone else. Yeah. Or, you know... The reason I like Martial over Rashford in the middle is um, when Marshall plays on the left yeah. sometimes when the game doesn't eventually the game doesn't come out towards him on the left he can go missing can go, exactly. and then when the ball eventually comes from the first time in 10 minutes yeah. he tries to do too much, too much it, yeah. it doesn't work That's where true. if you throw him through, through the middle and keep him involved Involved, yeah. he's always, always doing something I think That's 100% uh, right, I think yeah. it helps but um, in my opinion I think it'll yeah. be Rashford through the middle yeah. and, and Marshall, Marshall on the, the left, left yeah. um, not that I agree with that but I assume I assume it's Azpilicueta right back for... Uh, yeah, um, probably, probably Azpilicueta. So look, he's a very good defender, but I yeah. think whoever plays there, Rashford or Martial, yeah. um, could have a good game. Good, good, Again, yeah. As good as Azpilicueta is, yeah. I think that type of player he'd struggle against. He's struggling with, um, that, yeah, exactly, with the speed right, with them two guys. So, so yeah. fingers crossed. But um, okay, both both our starting 11s are yeah. relatively the same. Same, yeah. Um, yeah, no big shocks, I don't think. Um, no. Score prediction. Right, I'm, I'm going 2-1 to us. Uh, I still think, like you said, Chelsea's always like a difficult game yeah. or any top four side. I just it's think, weird how this popped up on opening day. Usually yeah. the top teams don't play each other. No, exactly. Uh, um, and it's, I think with like the first couple of weeks, we've got them, oh, Liverpool a, and... Uh, it's a, uh, after, after this, it's Wolves away. Wolves, oh, jeez. Oh, 
you look at our first two games on paper, they're games we actually lose. Yeah, more often Wolves, than not. Not, yeah. And Chelsea and Wolves, or Wolves at home, or Wolves away especially, they're, yeah. they're games you most likely lose. So. Exactly, and I'm trying to not think <laughs> about it too much. I'm just trying to think of like Chelsea. Yeah, yeah no, we've got Chelsea to cross yeah, off first. Exactly, um, yeah. But I said, if we beat them, it's suddenly. I don't want to say top of the table, Top, but yeah. you're three points ahead of Chelsea. Chelsea, and they that, they, big, they got a chase. Boost. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, every game's important. I think, especially the first month, uh, yeah. I mean, that will set the tone, you know. So, no, one hundred percent. Now, before we wrap up, is there anything you want to add on the season ahead? Or no, just I'm looking or? forward to the season. You know, obviously. I'm like any fan, you know, that, you know, I hope that we have a great transfer, like, yeah. you know, but it's not the case. The reasons of no one knows, but, you know, I just, you know, whether, whatever the result is, I just want to see us playing great, you know, some good yeah. football and hopefully see, like, Maguire and, and Wamba Saka, and even the like younger guys, if they get a chance, like Greenwood, just to step up and, yeah. you know, so. I have a gut feeling, I was just at the tab earlier, just at the machine over yeah. there, and, um, Harry Maguire's paying, I think, $7.50 for any time goal scorer. And I, I, just, I can just see him from, from, from a corner. Because we don't score from corners. No, we don't score from corners. I can just see, for some reason, I wouldn't say like a 1 0 win, but I can yeah. see Maguire scoring off a corner. Off a corner. What? So I... there's more, more hope that maybe I can it see. A, it just depends who takes the corners as well, to be honest. Like, our corners have been. Uh, Ashley Young whipping uh, oh, yeah, out end. to, the, yeah, to Rose Z. Like, yeah. uh. <laughs> um, no, but I, I just can't wait for it to return. Cause, yeah. And it's a. Look, I've got Monday off work or Monday morning off work, so yeah. I can stay up Sunday night, yeah, watch same. a game. Yeah. Um, and it's good this time of year. A lot of the kickoff times are relatively Reggie, friendly yeah. um, until the clocks change. Yeah. Um, so, uh, before we go, um, on Twitter, where to follow you on Twitter for anyone listening to this? Uh, yeah, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's just uh, at Tonga Siali. So that's Tonga Siali, S I A L E. And uh, yeah, we have a good chat and banter yeah. on over the season. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, so thank you, everyone, for listening. The last podcast we did, or well, we did it actually a while ago, we did it in Perth with Stephen Housen, but it just uploaded it um, as episode 16. In terms of listens and downloads, that episode did very well for us. So thank you, well, obviously, for everyone who listened, but especially Stephen Housen, because he retweeted, and obviously it went out to a hell of a lot more people than just nice. ours. So thank you for that. Remember, follow on... Or uh, Facebook and Twitter, MUFC Pubcast, and Chris on Twitter, obviously. Um, we'll definitely have back on in a few yeah, weeks. Oh, um, great to be here, so yeah. 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 As I said, Larry's looking to be replaced, so uh, right. yeah, it's it's the top of the chart. <laughs> um, no, absolute pleasure. Now, we'll be back on Monday night in Sydney. The Supporters Club, New South Wales Supporters Club, have their monthly meeting. It's at Piermont Bridge Hotel. So that's the night after the Chelsea match. Um, we play Chelsea Monday morning. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll be recording a podcast there with anyone who wants to show up and have a beer and talk about Harry Maguire's 1-0 win. Yeah. Um, so I'll see everyone there on Monday night and the, the next episode will be released maybe Tuesday morning. So keep an eye out for that. Um, thanks for listening. Thank you, Chris. Uh, thank you, Tom. Uh, like I said, pleasure to be here. Uh, come on, United. Beautiful. See ya.